because that's where creativity comes from. You know, it's not a solely cognitive process. It, it's an integral part that comes from the self, from the, from our deepest emotions and experiences. Welcome to the Compassionate Creative, the podcast that shares the stories of creative leaders who work to pave a path forward in their industries and do so with compassion, authenticity, and integrity. I'm your host, Charlene Dinger, a fellow creative who is inspired by artists and innovators that push their work forward from a place of compassion. I hope you join me on this journey. Stay curious, listen with an open heart and mind, and hopefully we will all find some inspiration along the way. Hello again to my lovely listener. Welcome back to the Compassionate Creative Podcast. I have a beautiful guest for you today. I'm diving right into it because I'm really excited to share. My guest is Susie Hayes, an author, a speaker, a counselor, a coach. Susie has two master's degrees in education and counseling and over 40 years experience as a psychotherapist a life and business coach, and she is now an author of the award-winning book, Freed from Stuck, Dare to Cross the Bridge Beyond Grief, Trauma, and Self-Sabotage to Discover Lasting Change Now. So that kind of gives you a pretty good idea of how my conversation goes with Susie. Um, She talks about how she created the five elements of freed, F-R-E-E-D, with the analogy of crossing a bridge to get to where you are going, where your goals are. And we talk a lot about realizing and understanding how our transformation and our shifts of achieving a goal um, really help us to keep from moving backwards or falling back into self-sabotage. And amongst many, many other things, um, we talk about how she is continuing to show up with compassion, empathy, grace is a word that comes up a lot in this episode. Um both professionally and personally, and just her evolution of how she has gotten to where she is today. I highly, highly encourage you to share this episode. I really think that it is um, going to land with a lot of creatives as well as anyone else out there. You know, I know that you are all creatives out there, but I feel like this is really going to land with anyone, again, in any industry, in whatever that you're doing. Um, If you're a human being, I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. So let's dive right into it. Here we go with Susie Hayes. So today my guest is Susie Hayes. Hello, Susie. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Thank you, Charlene. It is a privilege to be here and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Me too. We had a little prelim chat um, about a week ago or so, and it was just so nice to connect with you. And I think that a lot of your messaging is going to really resonate, um, especially with artists and creatives, because we tend to get stuck lots. I was going to say sometimes, but we tend to get stuck lots. So I do think that this is going to be really great. But before we dive into all of your wonderful work, Susie, I always like to start with the same question to start off uh, the interview, the chat. And uh, that is, how have you shown yourself compassion today? Wow, that's an awesome question. You know what? I 
have a commitment to myself to um, get up every morning at five o'clock and I have a routine that I go through that is a preparation for my day. And this morning I woke up and I was a little bit tired and I debated, should I sleep in for another hour or should I get up and do this? And, you know, I decided to get up and do it. And, you know, compassion could have been either way. It could have been, you know what, you need an extra hour of sleep, go ahead and do that. But for me, the compassionate thing that I did was coax myself to get up and do that. And I was, I was appreciative to myself that I had encouraged myself in that way. That's amazing. And I think it's so, I think it's so great to mention that like it could have, it could have gone either way and either one of those choices would have been the right choice in that moment for you at that time. And it would have been the most compassionate thing to do for yourself. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I had, I had a day yesterday like that. It just, my schedule was a little bit off. I think, you know, it was, I was just kind of catching up from, um, from the weekend and like early morning classes. And it was just like yesterday, I just could not get myself going. And every time I tried, it was like, my body was just like, no, I need to, it, I need to rest. I need to sit down. I need to lie down. And I just let, I fortunately had that space in my schedule to just allow for that. And, you know, it's always one of those things where it's like, oh, I can feel guilty about it. I can, you know, beat myself up for that, for like not being productive, not getting myself up, not doing the things. But I think that it's so important to be able to give yourself that space if you do have the privilege of having that that time right so I think that's a really beautiful way to to gift that to yourself absolutely and I think part of it is really about our own self-awareness our attunement to ourselves listening to our bodies and respecting that trusting our intuition to guide us in those decisions and also compassion is is also about allowing ourselves the grace to make mistakes to look back and go oh i really should have done it a different way and that can be compassion as well how beautiful i love that word grace giving ourselves grace that's so lovely thank you so susie you are you are an author, you are a speaker, you are a teacher, many, many different um, hats, I like to say, that you are that you are wearing, um, many different things that you are sharing, but it kind of all ties into this idea of freeing yourself from being stuck. When we hit those walls, when we become stuck within our own lives, maybe within our creative process. Um, You have sort of created tools to help become free from that. And the book is called Freed from Stuck. And the freed is sort of these five essential elements that you that you share. And so I wonder if you could kind of guide us through um, what these essential elements are, like what does freed 
mean? What is this method that you have created? And um, within that, why do you think that these elements are important for us as creatives to keep in mind while we're going through the process? The freed from stock, we designed it with this, what we called a, my publisher and I called the five-step method of F-R-E-E-D based upon the uh, crossing of a bridge. So moving from stuck, crossing the bridge to freed from stuck. Mm. And the five elements, the first one is the F is face the bridge. And that's about acknowledging that I'm stuck. It's also about really going inside and identifying really what the stuckness is. And very often it's not what we think it is. Sometimes it's like, I don't have enough time. Then what we really began to realize is that there is some pain point inside of us, something, some fear, some experience some disappointment that is keeping us from being able to cross that bridge. So it's really important to clearly identify really what I call the pain point in terms of being stuck. Mm. The next step of R is recognize um, the bridge, which is really about looking across the bridge to the destination, to the goal, to what we desire. And this is where we clarify what is really the vision of what you want to create. What is that going to look like? What does that mean? What's the value in that for you? And what is so essential in this is really being able to connect with our hearts and identify really where our passion is. And as we get a more clear picture of what we really want, where we want to go, what we want to accomplish, what we want to create, that ignites our heart, it lights up our brain, it activates our nervous system, and it causes us to be more ready to take action. Then the third step is embrace the bridge. And what this is about is really digging down and identifying what's keeping us from doing that. What are the beliefs? What are the actions that are needed? What is the strategy that we need to put into place? And if we're not clear about the actions we need to take, then we need to really work on that because it has to be something that is doable, something that is reasonable, something that makes sense to us and that resonates in the heart with the dream. Mm -hmm. Then the third uh, part is the, the second E is exit the bridge. And this is really the element that I think is often most underappreciated with regard to the process of becoming freed from stuck. And exiting the bridge is really about grieving. 
we have to acknowledge that anytime we're going to make a change in our lives, even if it's willingly, even if we have passion about it, even if it's something we're excited about, it's very likely that there's something we're going to have to let go of. It could be as challenging as letting go of a relationship. It could be letting go of a place where we're living. It could be letting go with the way that we see ourselves. It could be letting go of a habit that is ineffective and potentially self-destructive. But in letting go of that, there is a grieving. There's a sadness because there's a familiarity to, to what we hold on to, what we know, what is certain. So to really be able to step into that creative process and to trust that, we also have to let go of what is no longer serving us. And then the D is about crossing the bridge to our destination. Mm. And that there is actually a connection to a deeper level of our souls, a deeper level of our heart, that sometimes when we accomplish what we have set out to do, if we reach that goal, if we make that change, that we realize not only did we arrive at a destination or accomplish the goal, but that something transformative happened to us in that process. Mm-hmm. And in arriving at that place, we also realize that part of what is important in moving forward is about having some sort of structure of one, understanding that there's going to be another bridge, right? There's going to be another point of stuck down the road, potentially. But to build upon what we have created, what the place where we have arrived, that we are happy and pleased and at peace with what we're doing, and also having in place an accountability in that, that we know that we're going to continue to build on that And that really helps us from going backwards or sabotaging ourselves, or uh, putting the car in reverse, however we might think of that metaphor, uh, wanting to back up off the bridge. Uh, and, And that's really important because we want to be able to build on our accomplishments, not feel that um, we're potentially going to backslide or be disappointed once we've arrived there. If we have all of those elements in place, we are much more likely to be able to become freed from stuck, to stay freed from stuck, and then to expand and continue to grow and create from that new perspective. So much in there, so much to dissect and take in. And the first the first thing that comes to me is this like visual of the bridge, because that's that's how I like to learn. Like, it's just so clear that it's like, okay. I'm coming up to this bridge. There's something that needs to shift. There's somewhere that I need to go and I have to kind of 
dive in a little bit deeper in order to get to the other side, right? There's something that needs to shift. There's something that needs to change. There's something I need to explore within myself in order to get to that goal or in order to create whatever this work is, um, maybe from more of an authentic place or, you know, a place of, of, um, self-discovery. I really love that because I think it's, it's so important, like you said, for that growth and to, um, to understand that we need to, we need to ebb, we need to flow. If there's, if there's something that we do feel is keeping us stuck, then what can you do for yourself to, to move forward from that, right? And so I think a lot of creatives come into these places quite often. Um, I think we're constantly kind of questioning our worth, questioning our work, questioning, you know, our value. Like, is is anybody even really going to care about this? But I love that it just always comes back to this place of, finding yourself. And you mentioned right at the beginning, you know, this sense of self-awareness, I think is just such a huge thing that we need to, we need to be paying a lot more attention to. And it's not necessarily, um, you know, we're not necessarily taught that, like there's, there's certain skills that I think it takes to become really self-aware and it's a practice. This is something I always say. It's such a practice. It's not like one day you're just like, oh, okay, I'm aware of myself now. Like you really have to practice it. There's many different tools that you can use to, um, keep that self-awareness and continue with that. So I love that. It's just like this journey, um, and I wonder, you know, all of these are, are these, the, the five steps of the freed method are so beautifully laid out in this like lovely visual. And it seems so clear. Um, what was it that inspired you to create this method? What was it for you personally that kind of came up or was it, you know, was it a, a something personal? Was it someone that you were trying to help? What was the inspiration behind creating this method and then, you know, essentially writing the book? I have to credit my publisher for this because the book really emerged uh, as a surprise, a creative surprise hmm. to me, I had never wanted to write a book. And I happened to run into a colleague of mine and uh, I asked him, so what are you doing these days? And he said, well, I'm starting a publishing company. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, um, I bet you, you've got a book inside of you. He said, you give me an hour and a half and I'll find that book in you. And I said, okay, I'll give you an hour and a half. So we had this amazing conversation and what came out of it was that I realized that for all of these decades in the various roles and capacities in which I had been functioning, what I was doing was I was freeing people from being stuck. The realization that that's what I had been doing then kind of evolved into this F-R-E-E-D as we began to do the interviewing process for the book. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how it evolved. 
but if we go back even farther than that, the journey of coming into doing the work that I have been doing for all of these decades was really a result of going into my own therapy process as graduate student. And I was successful as a student and getting ready to, to launch out into my work and I was not happy. And I got into the, the process, I was working on my master's in education. I got into the process and was so fascinated by it. I decided to stay around and get another master's in counseling. Hmm. And it was out of my own personal journey, the healing of the abuse of my history with a very difficult and unpredictable mother, hmm. uh, was foundational to me in realizing and appreciating the value of that self-exploration and the opportunity to have someone come alongside of me and explore that in a way that was safe and that gave me insight and helped me heal and to gain my courage and my joy for life. And so that was a really profound change point for me that changed the direction of my work. And uh, it really came out of my pain point in childhood. It was from those experiences that my transformation, my evolution occurred. And how I came to understand that even those experiences brought me gifts of discovery of who I was, of my own courage and my own resilience and my own ability to recover and grow and thrive. That's so lovely. Thank you for for sharing that. And thank you for, you know, speaking with such such honesty and the word grace comes up for me again. Thank you for sharing that because I think, you know, it's hard sometimes to acknowledge that our past is is there. It's hard sometimes to acknowledge that, you know, the traumas or the the hardships, the challenges that we've had to face until you go back and actually acknowledge those things and until you, you know, you have the capacity to look back and understand how those things actually have shaped your life, I feel like that's a place where we can get stuck. Like that's really truly a place where we as human beings get stuck because, you know, we're we're in a place where we we end up protecting ourselves, right? It's like you kind of throw up this this shield and that keeps you stuck, right? It keeps you stuck from discovering who you truly are beyond those those challenges. So I think it's really important to acknowledge that because everyone has those challenges. Everyone has those those, you know, past traumas or hardships, difficulties and I think um it's so important as we come into, again, this, this self-awareness um, to acknowledge that all of those things make you the multi-layered human being that you are. And it's so important to acknowledge all of those layers. So I thank you so much for sharing that. And 
I love that it's really just drawing upon those experiences and through that self-reflection and through that that growth that you went through, you're now able to share that messaging um, and you know, help others to discover that for themselves as well through, through your method. So I think that's really beautiful. I thank you so much for, for sharing that. And, um, it's, it's so inspirational to me because I think that that is, that's where I sort of see, that's where I see my bridge. Like that's, that's my bridge. I feel like I'm really starting to understand that through my own self-awareness, through platforms like this, through, more conversations that I continue to have. Um, that's where I feel like I can really serve people is through my experiences and, you know, the things, the things that I have gone through. And now it's like finding that self-awareness in order to be able to share with others, like you're not alone, basically. You know, I think that that's like the, the message there is like, you're not alone. And, and, um, you know, we can, we can help each other out to, in to, enjoy life and, and, you know, to live authentically, to live with integrity and compassion. Those are always the, the big messages for me. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're very welcome. And I think it's really, it's really important that people who are connected with their creativity are closer to their hearts and their soul because that's where creativity comes from. You know, it's not a solely cognitive process. It's an integral part that comes from the self, from from our deepest emotions and experiences. And it's so important to appreciate the value of creativity because we as a culture I think nationally internationally place such value on cognitive skills and accomplishments in that realm but it's really those who create that move us. And so to be able to appreciate whatever those gifts are, those creative expressions of the truth of the human experience is so vital to the quality of our lives. And you're absolutely right. It is the experience of creativity that connects us all. And I sometimes mention that the first verse in the Bible, Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created. It all started with the experience of creation. And we are an expression of that. And so when we get connected to who we are, truly, we are able to create from that truth, from that authenticity, and the amazing gifts that are brought to our planet are to be appreciated, to be really, really appreciated and never underestimated.
That's so beautiful. Thank you. That is everything, you know, that that I believe and everything that I feel about artists, about creatives, you know, I think it's so important for that really beautiful reminder that um, we are doing a service to humanity, you know, just just by existing, just by living in our most authentic selves um, and and by, you know, being honest about who we are and being uh, true to our values and finding beautiful ways of expressing that. I think it's such an important reminder, especially in the world that we are in today. Um, you know, having this conversation right now continues to, it fills me up with hope when I, when I hear those reminders and when I hear those words and when I when I speak to to people like you it does it 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 fills me up with hope in in a world that you know is there is such darkness there's such shadow but there's so much light and if we can tap into that especially if we are in a creative field um, and not even necessarily if you're an artist in or in a creative field, like you as a human being can tap into that and can share that. And, you know, it, it all comes back down to that that connection. So I think it's such an important reminder. Um, and it's it's a hopeful reminder. So I thank you so much for that. It brings me joy and and lots of hope. So we need that for sure. We need, we need more Susie's in the world sharing those messages. So I very much appreciate you and, and, um, your beautiful words and all of the work that you are doing. And I wonder, Susie, you know, in, in your work then as a, as a creative, in your work that you do, um, through your speaking, through teaching, you know, through the writing, what is it that you wish to cultivate and nourish through your own creativity? That is a really excellent question. I, I need to uh, pause for a moment and take that in. Um, I think in a very personal way, what has become so important to me is how I show up. Am I showing up with compassion and empathy and grace and humor and encouragement and insight? That's what I, I want to bring both professionally and personally in my life. And so it's a question of how do I show up today? How do I be present? How do I connect? How do I bring hope? So when you say what, you know, what's your passion with regard to creating? I think it's for me about, it's an odd way to put it, but it's like the ongoing creating of myself the expansion of myself and who I am and how I show up. With regard to my, my professional work, I have no idea right now. <laughs> I feel like I am at a place of transformation and new opportunities. 
And someone asked me last week, so what's your goal? And I said, I don't know. Right now, I'm just following the breadcrumbs. Mm. And I think sometimes, maybe more often than not, and I'm a real goal-oriented person, and I'm a to-do list person, and I'm highly organized. I'm all of that in terms of my cognitive structure. But in terms of my inspiration and my choices and direction, uh, it's really right now about following the breadcrumbs. And that's about trust. Mm. It's about trusting myself and it's about trusting the universe that there is a source of love and intelligence and light there for me to draw upon and rely upon and believe in even when it's dark. You know, it's kind of like when it's raining or the clouds are overhead, we know that the sun is still there. And to me, that's kind of a metaphor, maybe call it faith, but that I know that even when it's uncertain that I know that the sun is still there. I just might not see it. So right now, the to answer your question, it really is, I don't know. And I'm excited and a little bit, you know, a little bit anxious, like, because it's uncertain, but I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm okay with that because I'm okay with the anxiety because I have more trust and assurance and hope than I do anxiety. So it allows me to just move forward and follow whatever is the direction in which I feel like it makes sense for me to go. That's so wonderful. How exciting. And, and, uh, you know, that makes me really excited for you, uh, you know, to know that it's, there's this sense of, of transformation, you know, it feels like you're kind of, uh, at, at another bridge almost, if you will, right? Like you've kind of gotten to this place where it's like, okay, I've followed the breadcrumbs to the next bridge and I don't really know what's going to come of it, but remaining open, I think is such a, is such a beautiful thing. And for me, what I hear in that again, is just this sense of self-awareness, um, this sense of, of trust in yourself, this sense of trust, you know, there's, there's a, also like an, an experience in that. I think once you've gone through, you've gone through some things, you've gone through those challenges, you've faced them, you've come to the other side of the bridge, you're okay, you're here, you know, you keep moving forward, right? And so I think there's that really beautiful sense of 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 trust in yourself, of trust in universe, having having that that faith, like just knowing that okay, I'm doing everything that I can. Um, and you know, there's 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 certain things sometimes where it's just like I'm just gonna stay open to whatever whatever it is that that comes to me, and I think that's a really really beautiful thing. So I'm excited for you. I'm very very excited for you, and um, I think it's just such a thoughtful way to to move through um, creative spaces, and then as you said, like your your personal life as well. I think it's, it all just kind of aligns really beautifully together. So that's so wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, and Susie, I want to thank you for your time, for sharing your 
experiences, for sharing your your knowledge. And um, I have a lightning round of questions for you if you would like to play along. Sure, let's do it. Okay, sounds good. So uh, your favorite method of self-care? You know, the first thing that came to mind was massage. Mm. It's probably because I have a massage scheduled this afternoon. Excellent. Wonderful. Um, First thing you do to reconnect to yourself? I pause. It's really easy sometimes for us to want to charge ahead, but sometimes just stopping is the most important thing we can do. Just pausing. Beautiful. To show compassion means to? To let someone know in the reality of suffering that there is grace. Beautiful. I feel most creative when I? Am having fun. Love that. And she said it with the biggest (laughs) smile on her face too. And finally, Susie, authenticity is? Showing up in the reality of who we are in all of our magnificence and our limitations and being at peace with that. Oh my goodness. You, you are a writer. I don't know where this, this comes from that you'd never like you are, you're so thoughtful, um, just so beautiful and, and so clear. I thank you so much, Susie, for your time today. I appreciate you. And I will make sure that everyone knows where to find you in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for the honor. I really appreciate it, Charlene. And there it is, the beautiful conversation with Susie Hayes. Thank you again to Susie for being my guest and for being so honest, so open, so vulnerable, and um, for uh, gracing us with her experiences and um, her beauty, really. I really, really enjoyed this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And as always, feel free to share this episode with anyone that you think it would land for. I will be back again next week with another guest episode. So until then, stay safe and take care. 